Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, November the 13th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Kaf, Mem, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Let us listen today for the tangible evidence of spiritual activations and engagements in our lives. As we walk in the secret place with Yahweh, let us uncover hidden things, solve riddles, and unravel mysteries. As we remember our original intent, we are led by a mind not deceived by its own imaginations. But I'm going to add a little bit to that. But we are led by Holy Ghost. Now, today's declaration is uh, beautiful in this in the perspective that it starts to talk about uh, really taking the place to listen. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of the scripture in Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2, where it says, uh, I will set myself upon the rampart and I will look to see what he will say. Now, that's a, a perspective of really listening. It's funny, I teach a class and some of the things that we were talking about over the last couple of days was a, something called active listening. And active listening is where really we take a part in in what we're trying to hear, it's what we're trying to listen to. So it's it's almost like where body language and the way you position yourself and the way that you the way that you set yourself up and and lean in or maybe even respond from time to time is a way of letting somebody else know that you're actively listening to them. Well, see, that reminds me of the Hebrew word hineni. Here am I. It's more than just a uh, being present with someone, but it's a it's a present engagement. It's a present, if you will, activation. It's a present in the place of saying, "Let's work together to get this thing accomplished." Yahweh, help you know, show me the path that I need to take. You've already provided me all that I need, so help help me to see the path through this, because that's where Michelle begins to talk about. As we walk in the secret place with Yahweh, let us uncover hidden things, solve riddles, and unravel mysteries. Now, I know that I've been talking an awful lot about this, this recent revelation that Yahweh had given me about the two perspectives of knowing that Yahweh has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness, and yet at the same time, walking that out to bringing it into manifestation in the earth. There is a another requirement of that, and I gave part of that to you over the last couple of days when I talked about the parable of the talents. I'm not going to repeat that again, but if you want to, if you're just now joining us, go back and listen to the last couple of days, and you'll hear the connection with the parable of the talents. But the 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 thing is, is that there's a there is a there's a protocol. Yes, there's a path. And there is a, a way of approaching something, just like Michelle was talking about, in this place of, you know, really solving the riddles, unraveling the mysteries, and uncovering the hidden things. You know, I'm thinking about Moshe, and Moshe had a testimony throughout all of Israel. Those of you who don't know who Moshe is, Moshe is Moses, uh, and it's that Moshe is his Hebrew name. And in uh, in this place where where him and Yahweh began to talk at the beginning of the burning bush, there was a, a relationship between the two of them where the two of them talked, walked and talked together, 
and they spoke to each other as one friend talks to another. Yahweh himself talked to Moshe as one friend talks to another. Very plain. There were no riddles. There were no mysteries. There were no secrets between Yahweh and Moshe. And see, I believe, I sincerely believe, and, 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 and I, I have no doubt because of, as I go into Exodus 19, I could show a path, uh, but this is not the place to, to, to go through that. But I can show a path where really Yahweh's heart was telling the people of Israel, this is the relationship I wanted with you, or and I want with you. I still want with you. I want with you even today in this place. And Yahweh does have that relationship, and it's 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 beginning to grow and unravel, and secrets and riddles and mysteries are coming out, not only in us, Ephraim, but also Israel. There's a it's a duality here. It's 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 both at the same time. I honor Israel, I honor the place that and thankful that, that Yahweh has shown them a lot more of the secrets and riddles and mysteries than me as a as a Gentile have ever known before. And I honor that place and I want to know more about it because it's in that place where I begin to unravel the mysteries and secrets. So I have mysteries and secrets to unveil. Un uh, unveil. They have mysteries and secrets to unveil. But we're coming together as one new man. And that's the beautiful thing about this. But see, really with Exodus 19, Yahweh was saying to Moshe and to the rest of the people of Israel, I want the same relationship that I have with Moshe to be with you. In other words, I want to walk and talk with you just as one friend talks to another. No riddles, no mysteries, no secrets. You see, in the place of the secret place, there really is no riddles. There are no mysteries. There are no secrets. Now, I know you say, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. How can that be true when, when there's still so much about this that I don't know? Well, in the place of the secret place, what is the most important thing? What is the most important part of that to you? I know for me, when Yahweh took me into the secret place, the most important part of that wasn't trying to uncover the riddles, wasn't trying to uncover the mysteries, wasn't trying to, to, to dig into the hidden things. The only thing that I wanted to, to spend time, and the only thing, the only person, the only, the, he, the, the, the main, uh, you know, the object of my affection was who I wanted to spend time with. Almighty Yahweh. That's who I wanted to spend. And as, as we walked and talked together, he began to reveal and really help me to tear down veils that I had of religious things that I had set up a veil saying, oh, but Yahweh, that can't be you because it's coming from that direction. How can that be you? You mean you can speak to me through somebody who's angry with me? You mean you can speak to me through a donkey? You get the point, right? So I, I, I put up these veils to say, well, Yahweh can't be speaking to me through that. Well, look at who they are. Look at the kind of the way they believe, the, the way that they believe. Then everything I, everything they say, I can't believe them because the, the core of who they are and the core of what they believe is wrong. No, no. They too have secrets, riddles, and mysteries that Yahweh has given to all. Yahweh's mercies reign on the just and the unjust. His mercy, his riddles and mysteries and secrets are there and available. Are we willing to pull down our veils of religion that have stopped us and told us no? 
I'll be honest with you. Sometimes some of the most blinded people are Christians because we have these religious walls that we put up that says, Yahweh, you can't work except through the path that I have been told that you must work through. Yahweh never wants to be boxed in. He wants to bring us to the place where he takes us into his secret place. He opens up the fullness of, of who he is inside of that place as he helps us to see the veils that we placed up. And because we place these veils up, you know whose responsibility it is to tear them down? Not Yahweh's. It's ours. We tear these veils down as we rip them down and we say, I'm willing to look beyond what is right in front of my face. I'm willing to look deeper than what I actually see right in front of me right now. You see, it's funny. The hidden things maybe are only hidden because we focus on one particular part, and that's the part that's right in front of our eyes. You see, there is so much more beyond than what we see. You know, we could look at the surface of the ocean all day long. Sometimes we might even see a fish or a dolphin or a whale and all that coming up out of the top of the water. And we think about, wow, the wonders of the fish that come to the top of the sea. But unless we're willing to look beyond, we see treasures. We begin to see, if we're willing to look into the deep, we begin to see the depths. We begin to see the treasures. We begin to see the life forms and, and plants and stuff that we never ever imagined hidden deep within them. We find treasures and, and places and secret places beyond compare, mountain ranges and rivers and, 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 and places where the, the waters flow in directions. Yes, inside of the ocean. Ask any oceanographer. So, you know, there's, 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 there's riches and mysteries untold when we look beyond the surface and look down into the depths. Remember, the scripture talks about how the deep cries out unto the deep. Tehom. Pastor uh, Parker Thomaston here at Gates of Zion has talked about this for quite some time and about this, this place of Tehom, about the place of the deep. Uh, there's a song that's been written about it that we sing here at Gates of Zion about the deep. See, this is the place of the deep crying out to the deep. Let us go. Let's cry out to the deep today.